Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stone Versations podcast, where we are not currently sponsored by DeWalt Brand Tools, but we hope that one day we will be. This week's, this month's episode is going to be about fathers, fictional fathers, for real-life Father's Day. As always, I am TJ, joined by my illustrious co-hosts, Smalls and Brando. And Smalls is the one who enthusiastically introduced this topic. So we're going to throw it to her right off the bat. <coughs> immediate hot seat while she's still bringing up her list. That's yes, not douchey. Let me pass the talking joint. I wanted to create a list so I would not forget to touch base. Because at first, when I first brought up the theme, I had like one dad in each category. And I was like, self, that is not enough. Because I watch way too much TV. And so enough daddies. <laughs> I need more daddies. <laughs> Give me all the dads. <laughs> Anyways, so how we're going to break it down is live action TV, live action movies, animated TV, animated movies. So I don't know if you want me just to go through my whole list and you guys can comment and touch base, add on whatever, or how do you want to do it? Um... Well, I have like four total. So should I just run through my list and you guys can just yes, add on? Yes, because I am unprepared. Just, <laughs> just run the jewels. You, you came to school without a pencil, Brandon? <laughs> I came here without a daddy. <laughs> it's sad, but true. It's sad. Anyways, all right, so... <laughs> Let's get anyway, out of that dark place. Like the fucking the memes that have been going around on Facebook where it's like, that's so sad. Anyway... <laughs> So, my live-action TV dads are John Goodman as Dan from Roseanne, because he's just down-to-earth and a real-life dad. Like, I can see a lot of my dad in that dad. That's fair. And, obviously, couldn't forget Kurtwood Smith as Red Foreman from that 70s show. Unforgettable. Because everybody loves a foot in their ass. And <laughs> Some more than others. <laughs> TJ, I'm going to need help pronouncing his name, but Milo, Milo, whatever from This Is Us as uh, Jack Pearson. I don't want to butcher it, but it's like... Ven- Ventimiglia? Yeah, something like that. He's Jack Pearson from This Is Us. Man, if you're hearing this, you're probably not, but if you do at some point, if we become a culturally relevant podcast, we're sorry for that because I'm sure that wasn't right but I pronounce things phonetically like a 10 year old reading a sight word for the first time hooked on phonics right (coughs) you got it good (laughs) be good (laughs) and then obviously Sean Astin as Bob from Stranger Things oh yeah can't forget my boy Bob the man yep and then uh, animated TV is Nick Offerman as Beef Tobin from the Great North if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend you do. Freaking funny. Sort of got in about 10 fucking minutes, I'm about to start smacking motherfuckers and taking my kid inside. That's what I'm saying. You know, Raymond I'm Rocket. Who the fuck I am. From Rocket Power. He was yeah. one of my faves. Does, uh, does Tito count? <laughs> He's like an uncle. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, as we move on down the list, I do have some, like, obviously. A frunkle, a friend, uncle. Bob obviously wasn't a dad but he was a father figure so yeah. i kind of threw a few of those in too because he did his best i mean just because you don't have the title doesn't mean you don't have the role 
he was he even brought takeout i mean was takeout i mean <laughs> he, he, he took one out of the three that i'm thinking of so far okay and then shout out to goofy from the goof troop hey the goofy Garmin. movie that was a great father right? son movie right and then when he when he casted that line all the way across the lake with the stick. That was the greatest cast. <laughs> yes, that in was the, the greatest cast. It caught a big foot. <coughs> Whenever and then they, got, they had to get locked in there and eat a bunch of fucking alphabetios or whatever. Yep. Whenever I think of the Goofy movie, the my exclusive thought, the only place my mind goes is the Leaning Tower of Cheese. Bolisha. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, can't forget Bob Belcher, the king. H. John Benjamin. You're my family, and I love you all. Right? I hate you. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> and then I was watching old school cartoons this morning, and obviously had to just shout out to Spike the dog from Tom and Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Spike and Tyke man. With his dog, who has a diaper, but none of the others. Oh, yeah. He didn't have a diaper on this one. Yeah. Wow. Just a red collar, just like his dad. How did I forget that? Like, I was sitting at uh, Nelson's Cafe out in uh, Clearwater area. Shout out. That's right off of 94 in Minnesota. You, you find it. Radio ads in our show. <laughs> Google it. They're not, they don't sponsor me, so I, I don't have the address. <laughs> I'm doing this for free. But while I was sitting now. there eating breakfast... Tom and Jerry was on the TV, and I was sitting in the bar area because I was just me, and that's the quickest way to get seated. It was Tom and Jerry on it, and they did a Tom lot of those Spike episodes. I'm like, huh. I love Tom and Jerry. That's the show. And I, I, then I looked around, and I realized I wasn't the only adult watching it. There wasn't even really any kids. Because it's such a good classic, man. You can't The guy right wrong, next cause... to me was, like, sitting here watching it, laughing. They're, they're the original was... Itchy and Scratchy, you guys. They're the well, OGs. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, that's the, where that came from right yeah. that's what i'm saying you gotta show love to the ogs you gotta give a shit it's just scratchy. we were a little more violent yes but but okay. it was also the times and the creators well the tom amount, and jerry were pretty violent for their time oh yes they were the amount of simpsons spin-offs that they've tried to get off the ground that have failed such as a live action crusty show starring dan castellanetta and makeup as crusty like with all the Simpsons ideas and merchandise and cereal and just bullshit that they've tried to get off the ground, why have they not, even if it was just like, because the Simpsons, especially now that they're owned by Disney, have the money to do this. <coughs> Between commercial breaks on animation domination, you don't need all those commercials, especially not when you're on Disney money. So why not cut out one or two of those commercials and slip in some actual real itchy and scratchy air quotes episodes right. that are just like the length of a commercial and not only that is if you take out some of the commercials and actually put it in for shit that people That's, like you're gonna get more right. viewers exactly and it's not like disney can't afford it dude but, well, yeah. disney's on their way to becoming <coughs> the fucking the company from the lego movie that owns everything or bnl from wally true this morning, I was driving to work, listening to the 93X Morning Show. Shout out to the Brotherhood. <laughs> they were doing a list. It was like a top 25, but they started at 10. Of, That's the way of, to do it. Worst TV and movie dads. <coughs> oh, worst? And they 
got to number one. And number one was Homer Simpson. Well, yeah. Bro, Peter Griffin but exists. The, I, I didn't even what hear them mention anything. What about Stu and Lou Pickles? Hear, when are even, they ever around their kids or they didn't watching mention, them? They didn't mention them, or they and they didn't mention Peter Griffin. But the thing is, the the things that and then number two was Al Bundy. Were they only At okay? I was gonna was say, Al were Bundy. they only animated? Because where the and hell then, is Liam Neeson, man? His his daughter's gotten kidnapped like eighteen four times. Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? No. no. Well, there's an. He's all shot down. Dead. Yeah, like how, it's like a like one of the most popular <laughs> fucking shows out there, and neither of the two hosts that I know just the, the because two it's popular know, doesn't mean it's cool. I watch TV and movies. Here's don't I haven't seen <laughs> the, Game of Thrones. It, the Bible's the most popular book. Have you read it? Nope. A little okay. bit. That's here okay, and there, yeah. just like everybody. Here. I've read enough to feel <laughs> better than people. Sometimes you like stuff. That's the one thing. I've, that's the one thing that's weird about the Bible. Is that you don't read it's it? It's a bunch from, of made up nonsense, you, and people follow it anyway. Well, people. Well, I'm just saying, Ouch. people don't start. People <laughs> don't start. Okay. People don't start from the it's beginning stories. to the end. Usually, they they the they they, they, they go jump around. Well, yeah, they whatever. find. Right. So it's not so like a book that, that you read from it's beginning so, it's to Hollywood end. Hollywood eyes, just like everything else. <laughs> they just they find the part they want, and they're like, "Oh, that quote supports what I'm trying to say." And so they use that. I apologize for anybody who's offended. Take it lightly, but also <laughs> or turn you, us off. If you've Either made way. it this far, if you've made it, nobody's this far. making you listen to us. Is there a gun up to your head right now? I don't think so. Move on. Okay, um, live action movies. <laughs> Gotta start with Dan Aykroyd as Beldar, Coneheads. Oh, I love that. One of my faves. Mass quantities. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, Chevy Chase as Clark in the whole Vacation series, though. Yeah. From before start he, to finish. Only, really, only ones they really changed was uh, the kids. Right. Right, but, but I mean, like, even as far as just Vacation, where he children. still is Clark, but old man. Like Grandpa Which, Clark, like when well, they we, just we, redid we, the latest we, version of Family Vacations, it's called Just Vacation. Yeah, yeah I like Which, that. And one. they went and Where's seen Russ's his family. Right, they I'm went and seen Rusty's movie. family, it's or they, it's Rusty's family that you're following. I mean, there are some the parts that I don't like. And then about they that go and movie, see but... Rusty's family, okay. which is Clark Griswold. Man, he's yeah. still his old Hand, same self. Hands in the air, ready to be shot down for this. I don't like Vacation. Because the there's because there's a much better movie hidden in it, where Russ and his dad's relationship is very strained, and Russ, Russ and his family and his dad and their wife, his wife, going on a vacation together to try and unstrain their clearly in a bad place relationship would have been a so much better movie than the actual vacation reboot because there actually would have been a lot more Griswold level action in it. But they didn't make that so like, because they didn't want to. And like, Chevy Chase is kind of a dick now. Like doing it like a father-son retreat kind of setting thing? Yeah, like a father-son reunion like going fishing, like, having a camping weekend. He, like of. Russ tells his kids, like we're going on a trip with Grandpa because Grandpa always did this with me, but secretly his secret motive is like I'm in a very bad position relationship-wise with my dad, so I want to try to repair that. 
and it doesn't go well because it's a vacation movie. That would have been a so much better. I enjoyed vacation, but there's just those those ten minutes where Chevy Chase is actually there is so much of a better movie than the rest of the movie. Right. Well, I, you know right. what's a really messed up movie to watch on Father's Day, even though it's about a father? That's my boy? No. That's World's Greatest Dad. Dad. Starring Rob, Robin Williams. And I believe it was also written by Robin Williams and Bobcat Goldthwait. Well, either way, they're both also, in the movie. What a name. World's Greatest Dad is pretty dark you've never seen it i think i'm gonna be really mysterious about it so like if you listen to it (coughs) you don't know what i'm talking about (coughs) watch it just do it if you're curious for serious well (coughs) it's pretty dark not gonna lie not gonna lie he's pretty fucked up And then my next movie, or my next two dads come from the same movie. And again, they're not technically dads. They're more father figures. And some of you may have seen it, some of you have not. It's a, I, in my opinion, an underrated movie, but one of my top favorites. Yeah. It's Secondhand Lions. And oh, Robert no. Duvall. With, with what's his name and when Michael he's younger? Kane. Yep, and Haley Joel Osment. Yep, Haley yep. Joel Osment. So yeah, Robert Duvall he's... and uh, Michael Caine play he the uncles, Hub and Garth, and they take in Haley Joel Osment and yep. basically adopt him and raise him up. So they're some of my favorite dads. And then, um, obviously, um, Yandu from Guardians of the Galaxy. He may have been your father. <laughs> Again, not but he technically wasn't your a father, daddy. but a father we figure. We've seen that together. Yes. A double feature. Yes. And I cried Me in a too. theater full of people. Me too. But I cry at Disney movies, so that ain't saying much. I don't generally cry at movies. <sighs> What'd you just say? You cry at Disney movies? Everybody does. That's what I said. I wouldn't say I cried, but That's I definitely got a little, a little <laughs> tear in my eye, but I don't think I, I, I want to say I cried. <laughs> in my eye. And, and, and my throat. <laughs> I was temporarily mute, and that's why I was quiet. What? In the end, didn't Grandma pass away? When, Moana? Yep. Yes. Not a single Disney movie ever made that there's not death somewhere in it. No. True. Right. Disappeared parents. Disney just likes stuff. Well, yeah. I was going to say Tangled, but they technically only got separated. They didn't die. But she was also straight up, like, kidnapped. Right. Right. So that's technically, like, parentally related. And then, um... Will Smith as Chris something or other in Pursuit of Happiness. I knew, I didn't remember that his is, name, but I knew yeah, what movie yeah, was. I forgot yeah. about that movie. That one makes me sad, too. That one's, That's like, that looking back sad. on my first time viewing it, I didn't really know I wanted to be, like, a director or filmmaker until, like, high school. But that, that movie came out when I was, like, decently younger, and I watched it, like, the first time when I was, like, 13. And looking back, that's one of the first movies where I realized, like, I kind of wanted to tell stories in that way. I just didn't know what that meant for my future yet. Yeah. And even though it's not a father figure role, I also liked Will Smith in Seven Pounds. I just like Will Smith. Yeah, he played Hancock pretty good, too. Dude, I love Hancock. You know, the movie Tommy Boy is pretty much father-based. True. Like, 
trying like, to live up to his dad's legacy. Yeah, and make like his dad proud. Are you brought yeah. it somewhere? But a lot then, who deeper. would be the father figure? His dad or, or his dad that he's trying to make proud? Cause right. Like you know, you 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 <coughs> meet him in the movie or whatever, <laughs> and then after he dies, it's you know, then he you know comes with the needs to go on this fucking road trip and sell all this stuff and you know try to save the company but also finds himself his dad's company you know right. figures out who he is as a yeah, person also. as a growing and as and right. then now he's ready to be live on to the next generation i mean they don't say, they don't shit. say that they had kids or whatever wow. but you know he uh, right. he did get the girl right but so like, one could only assume one could only assume <laughs> what if like that's probably not even it's not true it's just a hypothetical theory but what if Brandon's writing fan fiction <laughs> yeah, I, I'm spitting fan fiction <laughs> I'm off spitting. the top of my head here mad bars <laughs> mad scene settings bro <laughs> interior <laughs> diner morning what if Chris Farley didn't if he didn't die they made a Tommy Boy 2 where him and the girl you know the the office lady, fucking had kid had kids or whatever, and it was about his kid or what you know like. What if he lived long enough to where like he died during filming of that? I would. I mean, not to be fucked up, but you know you gotta. Like he all point to different views, right. but. <laughs> and if you're just theorizing. Yeah right. And then like have it have the kid that you know that grows up, be played by someone that you know could be Chris Farley like in our generation like who's our generation is Chris Farley I don't know you can't even touch Chris Farley no like, yeah there, there will never be someone trying like, well, I mean, trying to come up with someone Chris that Farley doesn't even exist right. anymore trying to come up and with he someone was the master of it like Chris Farley-esque is almost the same way that you have to cast the Joker where you don't find someone who could do that part like him just as well. He idolized. You find him, you find someone who could do it so differently that it's still just as good for different reasons. Right. Like their performances. Like you, you, know, you know what's right. cool? Um, what he was basing his stuff off of was like his fascination with like, uh, oh, why can't I think of it now that I'm talking? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Stoner moment. John. Good. No. Cute. John Belushi. Yeah. Oh, very. Yes. I don't know why I tripped up. You know, on I was that. gonna Belush. put him. I was gonna put him on my live action TV series <laughs> as Jim from According to Jim because I liked that show and he was a dad in that show. According to Jim, according that's to Ginger Jim. crossover. Well, no, that's Jim Belushi. I love that's according Jim, to Ginger. That's Jim Belushi. Oh yeah, I thought you said Jim yeah. Belushi. No, My I said bad. John Belushi. My bad. I thought you yeah, said man. Jim Belushi. But I do like Jim Belushi as, in according to Jim. Who also? Well, yeah, a lot of people do do that at some point. I heard it's a condition. <laughs> what trash? See, this is. Oh, ouch. See, this is, this is hard. This is way deeper. Brandon beat me to the punch on what you said about Will Smith and he brought up Tommy Boy and got really deep but my <laughs> alternative conversation the alternative universe where I had spoken first was suggesting the alternate title to Hancock be Foot Penis <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I feel like we ended up in the better universe yes 
That could have or, or, way or, like, You guys want to talk about foot penis or for if 10 minutes? Do, if you're trying to do opposites, why not vagina? Footgina. Footgina. <laughs> you gotta save us, Footgina, and then it's like angry, what's, drunk what's Will Smith. What's that movie? What's no, it's an alternate universe, so it's Anthony Mackie. What's that movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell? Daddy's Home. Yeah, Daddy's Home. Love that movie. That's a good one. I shouldn't say love that Daddy's movie. Home 2 is pretty good, too. It's okay. What do you guys like about that movie? About the first one? Yeah. John Cena. Yes. Is in it. <laughs> I just like John Cena, period. You, you could have just I know. stopped if there. I know. About, if we're talking about <laughs> fictional dads, uh, if we're talking about fictional dads, fucking John Cena and Blockers. Yes! I didn't even think oh, of it. How many dads would butt chug for their daughter, oh, dude? I didn't even... What, what's eggplant emoji? What is this? What's that mean? <laughs> oh my goodness. And that, then Ike Barinholt in that movie, movie too. Funny. Ike Barinholt is fucking slept on. I totally on. forgot that all about hilarious. that movie. That movie is hilarious. Dude, it I love Blockers. It is one of my favorite R-rated comedies. We watched it comedies. one time and I've never watched it since. So many people just write it off because the fucking title is Chicken Emoji Blockers. And I get that. But when you actually sit down and watch it, it's way it's more intelligent hilarious. than a movie oh. by that title has the right to no, be. I'll grab one a second. Oh, I mean, it's like... Oh. I mean, I guess, it's, you know, it's great yeah. time. <laughs> so, moving on to animated movie dads. There's a name that I know better show up on here, and if it doesn't show up on there, I'm gonna bring it up on my list, and you're gonna feel shame. I am, because you know what? I am ashamed to even admit this, but I struggled in this category. Like, it took me a good minute, and I think it was because I was more so like on the spot trying to think of specific names and characters that I was just drawing a blank. Right. I don't know. But um, a few of my favorites is Stoic, from How to Train Your Dragon series. Oh, yes. But here's my stipulation. I only liked him after he accepted Hiccup for who he was. Oh, I did yeah. not like him when he was trying to force Hiccup into his ways just because they're traditions. Become a murderer. That was not cool with me. Once he accepted Hiccup for the dragon trainer that he is, I fell in love with him. And that is another death that, yes, I cried at because OMG. His dad's name is Stoic. Right. And then Stoic the Great. Hiccup. Or that's the Vast like, or something like that. That's like a that's like something you could use as like hiccup like as a mistake. Right. Like that's messed okay. up. And he's all scrawny like, and tiny and he's up, like, like you just gesture to all of me. Mistake. He looks <laughs> he looks like <laughs> if pre serum Captain America and Jesse Eisenberg had a baby. And that's Hiccup. Do you honestly want to know what I think of whenever I, like, think of Hiccup? And I don't know why, but whenever I'm watching, like, How to Train Your Dragon or, like, yes. now when we're talking about it, for some reason, the sound of Sonic getting an air bubble underwater, the <laughs> that's oh. what I think of and hear every time. I don't know why. Probably because it is kind of a hiccup, but I think of that. It plays in my head, that sound Dude, alone. That is what I think of whenever I, I hear hiccup. I guarantee Sonic water levels is part of what triggered the anxiety that was laid lied dormant by my family in my DNA. I like that first. <laughs> That's I like, what activated it. I like that first factory level one. But I don't like any Sonic water levels. 
No, like, the, the chemical plant. The chemical plant can suck my. Dick. That one, like and it was, I it was hate early that. in my the game too. My five-year-old son that plays that board the... better than I do. I'm not like, even over exaggerating. That was early in the game, so it was like hard to get even further or whatever. But like right. that was a hard early level. I had to it play was. that shit with tails because of the movie. Like, when you played it, you levels, knew that Sonic don't fuck around. I always think about like Sonic don't fuck around. The moving staircase sections. <laughs> I had to play that shit with tails so that I could just fucking fly. Dude, fuck that. Otherwise, I would always die. Me too. That one's. And funny. I would die in the water with the fucking. Yeah. Like, how can we fuck up a That's generation what I'm saying, dude, of dude, Chemical children? Plant has them freaking carts that are over the f- yep. weird right. water, chemical, whatever that sh- pink shit the, is. I want to meet the composer and punch him <laughs> in the face. We found a sound that literally causes mental illness. <laughs> right. I bet. What? When should we do it? The most stressful point of the game? Nice. You got it. Promotion. Like the first Head of Sega. Part. Right. Okay, so my other dad <laughs> is Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. Incredible. I more so like his role in the second one just because he is the stay-at-home parent then in that time. So you really get to see him for who he really is. Right. Like functioning like under Like the stress. math scene? Yes. Why did they change I don't know math? New math. <laughs> there is no new math. And then um, Dracula from Hotel Transylvania just because Baby. his love for maybe is... They changed him. I know. In the new movie. But the guy sounds very close. They changed the whole cast, didn't they? Or a Uh, great deal of it? I don't know. I know. I think Andy Samberg. Because CeeLo was replaced long, like, two movies ago. I think think Samberg is still in it. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the only thing. I've seen that he gets to turn into a monster. Ooh, does he get to choose? Brennan's like, it's getting wet. I think he's he's a werewolf. Cause there's that like, now I have to care. that um, <laughs> movie poster that Josie posted on her page of Hotel Four. She did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't pay attention I like to my that own poster. It's it's the main characters. It's the main characters stack like a tiki or a totem pole, and they're outstretched like this. So one half of them is split, and the monsters are monsters on one half, humans on the other, and Johnny's at the top as a human with the monsters and a monster with the humans. Yes. So I'm very interested to see how that plays out. I am bummed that Adam Sandler ain't going to be in it because... He's not. The new voice actor for him is on Cameo. And there's a meme that goes around... Good, do good at Sandler. Yes. And there's a meme that goes around in younger circles where it's like it's made to be stupid on purpose and that's why we laugh at it. And it's like Johnny and he's like, sorry, Dracula. Sorry, I'm late. I was doing stuff. And then Mavis is like, I'm stuff. And Johnny's like, no. And Dracula's like, ah, ha, ha, Jonathan, you are fucking my daughter. So I want to pay the guy who does Dracula's voice. To do that. I want to pay him to say that in Dracula's voice. Blah, and then blah, officially blah. have the best version of that meme and share it with no one. Like, it'll be mine. I will get one of those, like, I'll buy one of those moving picture frames from Walgreens. Right. And download it. And he's going to say, will know that we'll have, we have listeners. Dude, if someone we, we, we do know we have listeners, we, we just need them outside that. of our network zone. Right, that's yeah. what, that's what it is. We need to reach new audiences. We but need hey, to, fans, we still love we you. We need to reach out and touch them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it if, is June. If you haven't seen Raya and the Last Dragon, I've not. I, I highly recommend I was you not do. Pay thirty dollars. But 
it's on Disney Plus now. You don't yes, have to buy free. it. Right. So you should watch it because so her Luca. dad, her dad. Yes, me and Jam started watching it today before we came down here. This. I think that's what took him so long to eat was because it we got sucked into Luca. Is she calf again in it? I saw him doing an interview with a Luca I'm poster sure. behind him. And I was like, are you in that? I'm or not sure. I would have to listen to the voices closer. Jim Gaffigan is pretty funny. I didn't like recognize him, so I'm not sure. Well, the, all, that is also the point of voice acting. It's just we've reached a point with animated movies where Hollywood is lazy, so they pay high price tags to get noticeable celebrity voices so, and who don't even change their voice. Just like, why did the chipmunks need celebrity voices? Yeah, I don't know. That's just so wacky. That's that just like, ah! That didn't make any sense. But I liked Rhea's dad in that, even though she he wasn't in it for very long. Oh, no. But I would elaborate more, but you guys haven't seen it, and I don't want to ruin it for you. So he dies? No, not necessarily. Oh, I just figured. It's a Disney movie, and you're it like, is. her dad there isn't is, there long. There is trauma slash sorrow. <laughs> But she he gets doesn't, mental illness just he like doesn't all necessarily die. He doesn't. And then my last one that I thought of was fucking Marlin from Finding Nemo. I'm about to. Well, like fathers. I said, dude, I yeah. just, I was like, um, I'm about a to blank. cover you in shame. You should because. Mufasa. To the Dragon Ball Z fans that may Goku. listen. Probably not. No, I'm not gonna say. Goku. Shamefully, it I'm gonna, never I'm, crossed I'm gonna, my mind. I'm gonna say like in like a stepfather type of role, or whatever, or even like a, uh, Uncle Phil uh, Piccolo. Oh yes, because he's been there for Gohan. And he do be. He, he trained him, and Gohan got his new uniform. He decided to have the Piccolo emblem. Emblem on, on his back. Growing up. Instead of the Kame house, because Piccolo trained him. And, well, I mean, there was some bad times, you know. He pretty much left him out in the middle of the wilderness for like six months to Learn. train him, you know. But he. Fucking. Gohan was a Saiyan, and he was kind of a wine baby. And, and much he like. To be toughened up. Much like all Dragon Ball Z <laughs> characters. Piccolo starts off as kind of a dick and becomes good. Oh, yeah, he definitely was a dick because he was like an enemy in Dragon Ball. Like, yeah. he was like the final, like, he was a asshole. Holy shit. Yeah, the icky son. Yo! That was Demon King Piccolo. Technically, Piccolo is like Piccolo Jr. I turned. He's Piccolo's uh, kid, as in uh, Demon King Piccolo spit out an egg See. out of his mouth because there's no genders and Namek. Gina's about to half get this and you're gonna be disappointed in me. Uh I turned myself into the main enemy of a Dragon Ball arc, Morty! I'm Piccolo! Piccolo! Piccolo Rick! I never watched Dragon Ball Z. That's okay. I got I got for everybody. I got you. Ah we're friends now. That sounds Ouch. <laughs> and it's so good for you. You're going to tell me I'm wrong. I'm not telling you that you're wrong. I'm just exactly. saying it's a little better than that, but yes. There's a tiny bit more to it. it. it, it yeah, there's there's more to it, but yes, that's kind of of a quick way to explain it. Superman beats Goku. Um, Sorry, we've been trying 
Sneak that in here too, and then like Shit, one guy is like, ah, <laughs> it's everywhere. They're gonna fire me. <laughs> I just want to circle just, back to the shame that I feel of not even thinking of Mufasa. Yeah, I, I, like, I feel the shame I for me. I foreshadowed that. I feel the shame for my family. I feel the shame for my cow. I for foreshadowed that for too. my cow. Because she forgot you Mufasa. You don't know? You didn't hear that? <sighs> Dude, Eddie Murphy. Right? Mulan. Shame oh. on you, shame on your family, shame on your cow. Swap. Yeah, okay. Swap all of donkey. Yeah, which I was... Donkey's uh, I don't know. I I, I I didn't think that you would pick I was kind of mad that they uh, took out Mushu for... I haven't watched the, the live action. live action one. Live action one's pretty good. I mean, it's action-y and, it, you know, it's... Comparable to the other it, ones? It's good. It, it's like just, I mean, like the classics that they've redone the, into live action. I would say it's more something little more of a right now. I know. A more, I would say I'm it's more of, of a more serious it is. action type movie than the animated series. Well, which, as it should be, it, which because is, the story you know, is the animated one is definitely a musical. Yes. I rewatched it. And I'm like, God, gosh darn! Yes. I couldn't. Look, <laughs> that got dry mouth. Bruh. <laughs> But, uh, what was I saying? Holy cotton chops. Um, something <laughs> about... The live action of the Mulan, and you Mulan is were pretty musical. bummed out that they took Mushu out. Yeah. Like, I, I, I thought there was going to be a little bit more com- comedic relief in this movie, and there was, like... Well, because there was no Mushu. Not really a co- comedic relief, that and that's the... what Mushu was, yeah. you know? Keep it light. I guess that's why it was animated for children. Yeah. And, you know, a musical. A musical. I am curious. I just Oh, that's what it. I was saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back to me now. The uh, music musical. I now I'm older and watching the older uh, Disney that I used to watch when I was a kid. I never realized how many fuck friggin' songs. I'm talking about Disney, so I should probably clean it up. But <laughs> how many friggin' of those like movies have, have songs all like all the way through this thing like why I, why was I like watching this it's all singing <laughs> it was all it's a fucking singing. musical Brandon and yeah, don't I didn't realize write, it was a musical when I was younger I was just like okay don't write musicals off as exclusively for children hey South I like musicals ever made was the fucking musical newsies and you know what that is such a good trope it is. Yes. They showed it to us in choir in like seventh grade. But I like like plays and things, musicals. I was just saying South Park. Stuff like that. Bigger, longer, and on. Yes, that is my favorite. Is unironically like one of my favorite musicals. Brandon's over here like musicals are. Pretty- also, Avenue Q, which yeah. you told me about. Yeah. You introduced me to the Q, and you're Brent. over here like musicals. The, musicals the internet, are for kids. The internet is for porn. Everybody's Everyone's a little, a little bit, bit racist. racist. <laughs> you're a little bit too. <laughs> that song's pretty funny South though. That song's pretty funny. I love it. Honestly, TJ, it was probably when you guys lived in your house was the last time I watched it. Damn, watch, man, that's watch. too long. Yeah. I haven't actually seen Avenue Q. I've always wanted to watch it, but like. I could, I've only seen like bits and pieces on like YouTube, like with like the songs. I want to make the movie. But that, that would be such a that would be a good one. Hollywood is on this new hell trail of turning like all musicals into movies. And like I want to make the Avenue Q movie just because I think that'd be fun. I've never seen a that. musical. It's like a musical, but it's set up like Sesame Street. 
but for adults. <laughs> and it's meant to teach about like race politics and porn addictions and like recreational drug use. Yeah, so there's like puppets. Yes, Sesamia Street. Sesamia Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's puppets. And like, today's number is amongst the humans. Joint. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> joint. Today's episode. And, and today's letter three. is seven. <laughs> seven. Yeah, that's how many joints I smoked today. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by thirteen. Cause fuck twelve. <laughs> Uh, I've seen that uh, as a meme on Facebook earlier. Earlier today? Yeah. Damn, it's become relevant again. <laughs> not that it's not always. Fucking, but yeah, Mufasa. And then to round out my list, because it's significantly shorter. Uh, Superman, Batman, and The Flash. All of them. All of them are amazing fathers. Especially Batman. He doesn't have to adopt that many orphans. He also doesn't need to make them get the shit rocked out of them on Gotham <laughs> streets but he doesn't need to adopt them either because you know dick grayson had the coolest toys and everybody wanted to go to his house he his dad was fucking his adoptive dad was bruce wayne you know he was the playstation and xbox house right they the, he has dance dance revolution like the game no like he the has game a bowling like in the his thing basement. right um i want to throw in <laughs> brian cranston's character Nothing in uh more. no that's not where i was going with that oh. but that's true that's accurate but i was gonna say why him oh because <laughs> he, j he just really cares about his daughter and he isn't sure that's the russell brand right that's james franco oh yeah 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 <laughs> and yeah. he, j he just, i was thinking of getting to the greek no yes. go yeah or no go but he he, he he legitimately, like, a lot of people I've seen review the movie or talk about the movie, like, write him off as, like, a douche. But it's like, no, he just cares about his daughter, and he doesn't think that Laird, he doesn't think that James Franco is the best option for her until James Franco proves himself. What about... When James Franco fucking proves himself, and then not only that, but proves himself, proposes, and then, like a man, takes it to the chest, takes no for an answer... And it's just comfortable still dating until she's ready. Then Brian Cranston's like, "Go ahead, you got." I'm saluting. You guys don't see it. Like you have my blessing. And that's like because like who wouldn't react like that if you're going to meet your daughter's boyfriend for the first time and James Franco covered in tattoos but not a shirt comes down the stairs. I think everybody at first would be like, "Family portrait right on his back." It says "Happy Holidays." Yeah, fuck you, Barb. No, it doesn't. What about Robert De Niro's character and Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers? Yes. That's a good one. I loved that, Meet the Fockers as a kid. Not because I enjoyed the movie. You're outside the circle. Yeah. You're outside you don't want to be outside break. the circle. And then... See, there's the circle and this here is you, you are. <laughs> and then they tried to bring it back with fucking Little Fockers. I don't think I've watched all of that one. I did not watch Little Fockers. Even at 13, I made it like 20 minutes into Little Fockers. Maybe we did. Is that the one with the fake boob? Fucking I don't know. I turned it off at 13. I made it 20 minutes in, and even at 13, I was like, this is a waste of my time. I want to say we watched it, unless I'm thinking of... No, because it's me. I, I know I've watched it. I just Fockers. can't remember it. Yeah, I think I did see... I'm not we saying it was bad, but I remember it being funny. But because isn't that when they're like, give the one twin is gifted and the other one's like dumb. Dumb. 
Because one's a girl, one's a boy, but they're twins. They're Ben Stiller's kids. They're Ben Stiller's kids. And the girl is, like, super gifted. And 9% not on to Rotten Tomatoes. But the boy was, like, Ooh. borderline retarded. Ooh. Well, that's, that's what the schools were trying the, to claim because the preferred, they, go, they go to a private school. The preferred nomenclature, special needs, dude. Oh, I, mean, I wasn't sure. My <laughs> uneducated sure. self, the more you know. Look, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little retarded. It's okay. <laughs> we all are in our own way. Yeah. <laughs> just me. how much yeah. does your show? It just means We slow. are. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I decided to Google it and bring it up. And, uh... 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb. 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. For what? Little Fockers. Oh, yeah. 3.4 out of 5 on iTunes. So nobody is a fan of Little Fockers. Like, 9% of people are. It was a cash grab. Well, you know, if, even if they wanted to make a stupid cash grab, and they wanted to go just for the joke of the title, they should have done what Family Guy did, where they all took a vacation to Butte, Utah... And it was Butte Fockers. Because they made it. They didn't make it to make the movie Little Fockers. They made it to make a movie with the title Little Fockers. Yeah. So there are so many better options for Or to just refer for to them as movies. Little Fockers. Right. Or like maybe the mom breaks up with Robert De Niro and she gets remarried. And it's Mother Fockers. Like you could do anything. And they yeah. were like, you know what we should do? Call up Big Ears. I mean, Ben Stiller. And The Godfather, I mean, uh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> the Don. Call the Don. Right. What? De Niro. I don't think De he's Niro. in The Godfather. Yeah, he is? Yep. But he ain't The Godfather. Nope. I just actively made that mistake live in person. Yeah. I don't like The Godfather. I'm going like, to say wait, that now. Are you thinking De Niro's The Godfather? No, that was Marlon Brando. The Irishman. He's in that. Marlon Brando. He's in Goodfellas. Look. And I hate that I'm saying this unironically. I hate that I'm saying this unironically, but it does in some way justify my mistake that I made. Is I feel the same about The Godfather as Peter Griffin does. Which probably just means that's the same way Seth MacFarlane feels, because let's be honest, he uses him as a stand-in a lot. But I, I do very much feel that The Godfather insists on itself a little bit. And I just don't think it's very good. I will great. admit this on record right now. I have not seen a single minute of The Godfather. Thank God you're saying something that will get you in more hot water than me. I've at least I'll seen it. For the team. I just don't like it. It's the truth. I have it recorded on my DVR right now. Brandon looks and upset. I want to say it is 420 minutes, all three parts together, no. because it's a whole recording. I retract what I just said. I suddenly love The Godfather. It's more than that. Because each movie is two cassettes, and yeah. it's like it's like two and a half, three hours each freaking no, set. Well, some other recording on a DVR is 420 minutes. I mean, it's probably that or a little more, but the thing is, is it might have got clipped off or something. Because, like okay. I said, yeah. you got to figure, 120 minutes is two hours. Sure. Figure 120 times three would be like 360. And you figure 400 is definitely 40 minutes longer than that, but I guarantee you every one of those movies is longer than two and a half hours. Oh, I don't doubt it. Those movies are long. They are a slog. Yes, they are. Those were actual intermission movies. And that's kind of why I haven't reels. committed to like watching <laughs> them, because exactly. if I do, I want to watch them in order. Well, yeah, as you do. Continuously, right. Yeah, so Robert like, De Niro is 
is in it. That's a big commitment. That would the, be like trying to watch the Star Wars series. She's like, great. Like and I care about that. I've done that, actually. I just, I feel like, I think he was. I can admit what it's done for the film world. I can admit the impact that it has. And when I watched it, the two times that I've watched it, I get why people enjoy it. I see what people like about it. And I do think it is an amazing film. I personally just don't like it. It's not my thing. It's not my Like Titanic. Like Titanic. I think it's a beautiful film. I can admit the impact it had on the film world. And I see why it's a good movie. But if you placed a Blu-ray for Titanic in front of me, and you placed a Blu-ray for Adam Sandler's Pixels in front of me, and you said pick the movie that you think is going to give you the most enjoyment, I'm not grabbing Titanic. No. I'm not. No. And that's the simple were, fact of my were, Titanic opinion. tape too. <laughs> I did see an edit of the one guy who falls off and hits the fan, but they gave him like the Mario goodbye from Mario 64. So it's like, goodbye, bonk. And <laughs> that's the most I've laughed at Titanic in my life. <laughs> Titanic is a comedy if you watch it through the right lens. <laughs> Follow, followed by nothing but silence. You know, I'm just trying to figure out. You guys started with talking about dads and we're talking about Titanic. Because we <laughs> we brought up the dad from Meet the Parents and Meet the Fockers, which led then to you me got bringing into up Leonardo DiCaprio and some guy falling in a fan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does happen, dude. DiCaprio. What about in, what about Inception? Leonardo DiCaprio dude. was a dad in that. Inception is fucking whack. The whole time he was trying to find the reality that his kids were in. Think about it. Dude. I I've what never I've never I can admit. I'll sleep on the dance. I liked Inception. I can I enjoyed Inception, but I've never understood it. It's a mind fuck. I just I kinda, think it was made to not understand. In the end of the day, right. he he gave it's his mind Nolan. up to be able to see his kids. I mean, if you paid attention. Right. Yeah. The whole time the top stayed spinning when he finally gave his kids a hug. Right. So he just gave it up. He's like. And I remember the, the arguments about that my dreams ending. And vividly. I'm just living there, man. Because living the dream is all he wanted to do. I don't even care. That's all he ever really did is he interrupted everybody else's dreams and he created his right. own. You know well, who else we didn't while mention? While wrecking his real life. My dad from... That's the way I took it. It was a, a mindfuck. I'm the baby. God love me. seen old, old boy and shit. That was, that was a bunch Dinosaur of crazy shit. You know what? <laughs> it's going to be controversial. Dude. A lot of people... You don't have to do it that way. Go ahead. A lot of people aren't going to agree with me. Even the writers and creators of the show wouldn't you, agree with me. You controversial? No way. But, but based on his actions that we've seen, <laughs> and it's coming back the day that we upload this episode, actually. I think Rick, not all the time, but when he needs to be, That's why you don't is a good father, dude. Like, Just pull him up. Stay right there and pull him up. <laughs> Beth wanted to didn't want to choose to go to space or not. And he didn't want to have to make that decision because he knew he'd have to live with it. Right. And you know, they're playing that off like that's a bad choice. But would you really, would you willingly want to know which version of your daughter was sent to space to live her dreams and which one was stuck on Earth? No. He made the decision anybody would make. Yeah. Plus, even though it's more grandfatherly than fatherly, look at all the times he's done shit for Morty. He's fucked him up a lot, but like, he found out that Morty might have almost been diddled. 
And before he even had more details on the situation, he blew that motherfucker up. He didn't even know if he did it for a fact or not. He was just like, what's up? I'm death. I'm your on making. Jelly bean everywhere. What is, is that Rick's such a genius that he could actually technically cameo in any TV show. Yeah. Because he actually, he would have the science to bring him there. Well, yeah. That's he, why he, uh, he have some contraption, and he'd be able to go, and you know, some explanation. That's why he uh, shows I'm really up. Excited for the new season. In Gravity Falls. I'm up. I kind of see I'm Rick and Morty as he finally did it. Pinky in the brain. Really, who is? The oh yes. Oh yeah, man. Well, really think about it. Who is really the genius? Because you think about it, Rick's a fucking loony, fucking cuckoo, fucking old dude. Right, right. And he's drunk. Morty's like the one that keeps the time. It's like a check. It's like a jack He's the one that keeps Hyde. an idea yeah. of the timeline and the fucking shenanigans right. that's going on within it. Like I don't think he's Rick's in, just like. Well, I don't think either of them. Like he's like the anxiety in your whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Like, know, like he's like a, and, and Rick's like, it's like a good your idea. more like OGs, Rick. You know, like that. And I've I've thought about that before. And like my stance on it. like. It's like there's a lot of representation in Rick and Morty that's subliminal. Like you, you could go a oh, thousand right. ways with it. Right. If you really wanted to get into it. And I think my um my interpretation of it, because I've had this discussion before, is it's it's the exact reason the show is called Rick and Morty. I don't think either one of them is the genius. I think both of them together creates the genius because you have rick with the functional part of it the smarts but then you have morty with the moral compass and if you've noticed every episode where shit hasn't gone wrong has been because they stayed together the whole time and they stayed focused on each but every episode where they've split up or haven't had each other fucking Summer smokes weed or whatever that was from an alien <laughs> ship. Rick has to fight a Zeus. Like, <laughs> it's just like my video games. Like, if they stay together, shit goes right, and they are the genius together. But if they split up, Rick causes chaos, and Morty almost dies. So that's why the show is called Rick and Morty, because neither one of them is the genius. They are the singular genius. Water break. I need to hide. No, no not in here. No. Water break. Rick locks the sister in the there. car. The, water's the car on the is table. just defending itself. Yeah. My goal is to protect Summer, not like keep Summer feeling totally cool and stuff. <laughs> when it makes the when it makes its fucking son, Dad. <laughs> Dude, that shit is fucked. I love Rick and Morty, and I'm so I happy. I want to say that back. I like how Bird Person evolved like a Pokemon. <laughs> I am now Phoenix Person or PP. <laughs> I forgot about that. Dude, I love that. You know what this human eats? Bird dick. Tammy, don't be gross. <laughs> and then they ended up together, didn't they? Yes. Don't be gross. <laughs> don't be. But then she ended up being the bad guy, right? Oh yeah, major. The last episode of uh, season four. That's what I thought. Before we jump right in headfirst to season five this Sunday when you guys are hearing this episode. The future for us, currently for you now, or in the past, if you're late. Welcome to Bill and Ted. Mm. Ted Talk. (laughs) Bill and Ted Talk? Yeah. And it's a Ted Talk by Bill and Ted? Yes. Dude, I'd watch that. I would watch three hours of that. (laughs) No. In fact, I'd watch that. Hey, dude! They're freaking dads now, dudes. They are. Hundred percent. 
Excellent. And they must be good dads because their kids figured it out. They saved the they world. They really did. Well, what, what the fuck have you been Weren't doing? Weren't you just in complaining the last that we haven't seen life? shit? Watching probably the same stuff I've watched before. <laughs> you need I don't to watch know. it, man. Watching Fresh Prince on HBO Max. <laughs> Commercial free. Hey. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh. Higher. Er. Holy shit. 51 when, when you press start, I pressed. The trigger on the lighter. So what are we going to do for July? Space Jam. Yeah, that's right. We got the days oh, off and everything. Yeah. And I might even rent out the whole theater. recording? Yes. Oh, we're still recording. That, that would be cool. So there you go. Sneak peek for you guys. Well, oh, yeah, I was going to oh, end yeah. off the episode like that anyway. Call to action. Be like, hey, just so you guys know. For you loyal out. listeners. For the people who have made it this far, we're sorry. And also, Space Jam. Next month. Space Jam 2. A new legacy. Do you honestly think somebody sits here and listens to you for 50 fucking one minutes rambling on about you? No. Apparently. <laughs> no, no, somebody no. does. Apparently right? my dad's boss has yeah. listened yeah. to really? it. Right, of yeah. all people to listen to all that. Also, yeah. shout out. Hello, Tony. Yeah. Hey, hey Tony. We're sorry, but hey, also welcome. Yeah. Make sure you pour another one. This is a long episode. <laughs> we're really getting into it here. <laughs> we're almost signing Or two, off, grab ice. <laughs> You've made it to the end. Yeah. You've done. Conclude. It's like Congratulations. Part two of episode fucking five. We're just like, okay, everybody's probably gone now. When you start speaking in tongues, <laughs> and anybody who's still listening, like a demon crawls out of their device. Be like Ferris Bueller, like, you're still here? Play it back. Go home. What the hell are you doing? Right. Only Ladies sad. Ghostbusters. <laughs> 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 That's exactly. I was like, <laughs> I lost, which I'm so excited mm, for the new Ghostbusters. This, this year with Finn Wolfhard. Because I'm it's just like keeper. anytime they're like, "Oh, we need a skinnily, we need a skinny, scraggy-haired teenage boy who has Finn Wolfhard's right. phone number." Finn. Right. What it do? Get in here, funny man. <laughs> Scarecrow He's so boy. So sarcastic. Dance monkey. Dance monkey, dance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. I think I, good you, I think however he's already got wolf in his game. Alternatively alternatively yeah. Make him the new teen wolf. What about that? <laughs> like my Mike uh, Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. Even Damn. though they made a retreat. Right I'll tell you that right now. Fucking um Tahoe Punch. Like I would like to present an alternative. I'm a Tahoe OG. Yeah, well, I had that shit. I used to have no, all my hairs all big and fluffy. Before we end the episode, because like Brandon said that and Finn Wolfhard would like, make a good Eddie Monster. It gets you as yeah. high as the Tahoe. Jack Dylan Grazer. Like the fucking purple punch. He plays Eddie in It with Finn Wolfhard. Oh. He's the, the germ think. kid. Think. You'll be happy to smoke this, is what I'm saying. You'll be like, yes. We should put some He's also the. He's also the kid on crutches in Shazam. I left it sitting in the fucking cigarette pack. But anyway. And she grabbed the wrong fucking joint We will officially see you guys next month. And she fucking for Space smoked Jam. that shit. And A new legacy. Just with LeBron James. She's like, Bye. I was on the way to work.